you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Damashek football program available on iTunes and at davedamashek.nfl.com. Now here's your host, Dave Damashek. Hi and hello football fans, it's your old pal Dave, Dave Damashek. Welcome to the Dave Damashek football program, available as always on iTunes, Stitcher, and nfl.com slash Shek. S-H-E-K, Shek, Shek, Shek. We've had many grand times here in Studio 66 over the years. I dare say this is the most special. How often have we had a man who retires from pro football on the very day he joins us within these four walls? One of our very favorites, in fact, the 2014 Shecky Award winner for our favorite football playing guest. Much more importantly, though, now retired after 12 great years wearing the black and gold. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Ike Taylor. Congratulations, first hey, of all, man. Appreciate the invite, man. I'm glad to be on the show. I'm just checking it out. <laughs> <laughs> so, Ike, this is uh, quite a thing. You know, 16 years ago, right? you're down there in the bayou. You decide you want to play Can you football. you say bayou one more time? Bayou. Okay. okay. How, do I, how am I supposed you to You said say? it right. You said it right. How? What? what? You got an accent. I like it. That's right. The yeah. bayou. The bayou. I love it down there. Yeah. I also love the banks of the Three Rivers where, okay. you, where you played for these dozen years. Before that, though, you're playing football. And uh, after high school, you say, I want to play more ball. So you decide to walk on at Louisiana Lafayette. Correct. 16 years later in a couple of months, here you sit a dozen years at the highest level. You got a couple of those gigantic bobbles on your fingers now. You got to do like finger weights. Like I got It's a like, little silly how big it nah, is. No, I got like a little finger band sometimes when I go work out, I got to lift it. Not lift it. I gotta lift it. I gotta lift it. It's so heavy. I imagine so. Yeah, that's that's why you're muscular because you walk around with those rings <laughs> on your hands all the time. Nah, some of that genetics, but a lot of that is hard work. 
Yeah. So where's your head at now? Are you 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 feeling? Is it bittersweet today? You feel happy? You know, you completed this long journey. It was successful. I feel good. I just made it official. Like over the course of that season, me watching my young guys grow as men and grow as player players. Uh, me wanting to come back was there, but I had more enjoyment of watching those guys play mm. and grow. So at some point in time, I was like, okay, yeah, I love the game, but I'm loving the fact that my young guys are growing and I'm really not that ready to play anymore. So at some point in time, like I said, Shaq, man, I kind of made that decision throughout the season. Well, at least towards the end of the season. Now, when the off season came, you know, it was a lot of speculation. Coach LeBeau leaving, Tennessee Titans. Of course, you know, if the situation was cool, I was going with Coach LeBeau. But, man, I was waiting for TP. Like, TP meaning Troy Polamalu. Oh, I knew who you like, meant. My whole, I didn't think you were talking about that. My mindset was, man, if Troy wanted to play another two years, I was going to wait two years, regardless of what I was doing, to retire. That was my mindset. Is that right? That was the bond. 24 and 43, a package deal. We come in together, we leave out together. Like, that's how we feel about each other. How I, I, I do want to talk about those absences, and forgive me, I am, uh, I you know, I wear it on my sleeve. I love the black and gold. I'm raised under right. the banks of the Three Rivers, so it's no wonder. But, I mean, you know, it does legitimately in the 21st century. I don't want to make too big a deal of it. But on the other hand, it's pretty cool in the free agency era. It seems to me, from the outside looking in, that it matters to you, to Brett Kiesel, to Troy Polamalu, to hang it up wearing this uniform, or at least to still be associated. One career in one uniform. Man, that foundation. Man, Casey Hampton told me when I first got there, Casey Hampton was like, man, you're probably going to see a second contract. Hopefully you see a third contract. But he was like, stay. And I'm like, why stay? Man, there's money out there. He was like, Ike, I'm telling you, man, just from over my years of seeing everybody, usually people who sign with Pittsburgh usually play out their whole contract. It's going to be a lot of guys who are going to get paid a couple more dollars than you, but that's only going to last like two to three years. You know, they're going to either wind up being cap casualties or a whole new coaching staff coming in, and they want their own people. And he wasn't lying about that. So, man, I was able to get three contracts, two Super Bowls, three Super Bowl appearances, and I understood when my time came up in the free agent what Casey Hampton was saying. Well, we got to talk about as much of it as we possibly can. And programming note, if Ike and I don't cover it all today, good news, second podcast second this podcast, week. Second podcast, yeah. Ike and Sheck once again. Yeah. Um, oh, by the way, coming up in just a little bit, a an all-pro or, I mean, a Pro Bowl safety from last season, Mike Adams of the Indianapolis yes. Colts is on his way up here. Yeah. All right, so, Ike, let's just take a quick look back at what I identify as a couple of bright spots for you. Oh, that's that pick. Oh. How about that? Oh, that what? Guess who tackled me, though? Hasselbeck. I got to work on it well. That's right. I forgot about that. Yeah. You know, them boys gave me a hard time. They gave me a hard time. <laughs> That's what they're talking about after the Super Bowl? They was like, really? You really let the quarterback <laughs> tackle you? And I'm like, man, we just scored. Y'all don't like that? No, Ike, you really let the quarterback tackle you? So that's – so, I mean, for all the time, no matter what else, mm -hmm. you have an interception in the biggest uh, event in your sport. 
How about that? That's a neat thing to have. I mean, there are plenty of things you can be proud of, but you got an INT in Super Bowl XL. Man, you know, everything really hasn't soaked in yet. You know what I'm saying? Like, we, I went to North Carolina, um, Danielle and Ivan, and I we went to North Carolina to see my mama, and, man, we was replaying just, like, videos after all the Super Bowls. Mm-hmm. I had the same body language. I wasn't celebrating. I wasn't doing nothing. Mentally, I was exhausted. It's like playing for that Super Bowl, man, takes everything out of you. Everything. For one, it's long. Halftime shows about an hour, 15 minutes. <laughs> for two, man, you don't want to be that guy that lose that Super Bowl. So your mind is going a thousand miles. I was there at 40 in Detroit. Who was the halftime show? Oh, do you? I remember doing it. Do you remember who it was? No. It was the Rolling Stone. I don't even remember any of the shows. Like, man, you're, you're so focused in that Super Bowl. You want to win so bad. Like, halftime is not coming fast enough for that third quarter and that second half during the Super Bowl. And then we went to the one in Dallas, the one we lost. Man, all we were saying, all I was saying in my head, man, it's about to be three. Three yeah. looks good on the rest. Let's not belly. I, you know, Rashad Mendenhall doesn't fumble on the right. first play of the fourth quarter. Maybe you do get three. Still pretty, uh, pretty lofty uh, stuff. You got two rings on your fingers. Speaking of which, talk about what will live on this play will live on, and you are featured prominently here. The Cardinal Super Bowl 43, oh, yeah. the San Antonio catch finishes I was saying pitch it. There you are. See 24 there? Look at 24 man, running right next it. to him. <laughs> man, pitch it. You wanted the ball? Is that what you're doing man, give me the ball, man. <laughs> I wish Twitter was out like that back then, man. My, my followers would have shot up. <laughs> I never so – yeah, as a matter of fact, that's funny. Watch 24 there man, at the goal line. Watch when I – watch when I get – You hold your hands out. When I get real – pitch it, man. <laughs> and I wind up blocking somebody on accident. I didn't mean to block that guy. I was asking him to pitch me the ball. <laughs> now, that's a great uh, bit that's of inside of information. That's if he would have handed the ball to you, you would have gotten tackled. Maybe you guys don't win the game. Man, How about I would have scored. I would have scored and did me a dance. <laughs> they would have gave me a flag. I would have danced for too long. My favorite play, I was in the stands. Not for. I was there for 40, but two weeks prior, I was a mile high with you and Roethlisberger and the rest of the fellas when you dashed – the uh, the home team there, the Denver Broncos, right? And I, you know what? I before the game, you, I, I don't expect a thank you. I'm not owed one, but before the game, I did take a terrible towel. They have these giant metal Bronco statues outside. I took the terrible towel. I wiped them with it. Nice. I put a pox on those ponies nice. for you. I guess. that's good. I appreciate that. Then that's teamwork. Mm-hmm. That's and teamwork. then before the half. You picked off Jake the Snake. Jake the I'd snake. like to see that play right now. Jake the Snake, man. You know what, Ben? We don't have it. We don't have it, Shaq. Ben Ben was in the Matrix that game. Like I was saying earlier, he must have took a blue pill <laughs> and went in the Matrix because he couldn't miss. That talk- was his best postseason. I man. talked to him about a year ago on uh, on the show, and I asked him what his greatest postseason performance was. That was the game he said. He was dynamite in that one. His body language was like a kid in Toys R Us on the field. That's how much fun he was having. Oh, yeah. He got in a little bit of trouble in politically correct uh, cool. 21st century America because he went six shooters. That's cool. After he got, after when your quarterback having fun and enjoying himself, you know, you know you're cooking with gas, as Coach T would say. 
That's uh, something I would say, too. Look okay. at this. Me and uh, Ike parking our cars in the same garage. So, all right, before we move on, because people like to try and quantify the meaning of the uh, of you know where you rank all time, and I definitely want to get into that in just a second. But your thoughts on is it, is there any meat left on the bone in Ike yeah. Taylor's head, or did you do it all? No, no question. There's meat left. There's meat left. I'm gonna leave that meat there, though. Sometimes, man, in life, don't even fight it. You know, I I found out how much of a business this NFL is, and trying to reflect back. Not all the way reflecting, just trying to reflect back, man. I've been very successful mm-hmm. over my 12-year span. I'm not even supposed to be here. I was a walk-on. I mean, if you would have looked at some headlines when they drafted me in Pittsburgh, best a special teams guy. Maybe he would have stayed on the team for three years. We talking about 12 years later. So, man, I can't complain about nothing. I'm very fortunate. Football has opened my eyes up internationally the way people think, different cultures, how to treat people, from janitors to CEOs. Man, everybody get treated the same, you know. So just uh, – My father told me that long ago when I was a kid. He was a successful doctor in Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. He said uh, the mark of a good man is uh, is how he treats those who can do nothing for him. Man, and that's so true. That's a great statement. Like I try to live that walk every day. I try to say something positive to somebody I don't know every day. But it, but you do have a minimum standard. You would draw the line at black tie, right? I mean, you wouldn't. There's no, it's like, hard to say I something feel like good to black him. Black tie trying to sabotage us today. I mean, maybe. Shaq, I was black about to tie. say clearly you'd not listen to your dad because that's <laughs> <laughs> shame the devil. That's not true, Ike. Real quick before we start talking some Palomalu and a right. couple other Steelers things, and then we'll get to Mike Adams here. Okay. Just uh, you know. Machine gun style, I'm going to give you some questions. Best player you played against? Best player I played against? Tom Brady. Best receiver you matched up with? Steve Smith. Best stadium you visited? Dallas. City you wished you had played in but didn't get to? Played in all of them. That's true. That's crazy. That's true. I played in every city. Yeah, I guess you would have visited every single one. All right. Now, like I say, people like to quantify these things. And uh, over the last week or so, the aforementioned Troy Palomalu hung it up. And in my book, the statement I made about him on NFL.com and a little thing I wrote was that more than how does he measure up against Ronnie Lott or Ed Reed or anybody else, it's that he was distinctive. In fact, he was unique. He was one of a kind. There is no misidentifying Troy Palomalu on a football right. field. And it's not just the hair. Right. It's the way he moved, the body language and all that, right. crossing himself before and after every play. Where do you – but people do, as soon as I write that, I think Palomalu is a, a stands alone. People say, oh, he's not as good as Ed Reed. You played against Ed Reed. Where do you come down on that little in uh, you know AFC North debate and you see the singular plays that only Troy Palomalu could have made? I think Troy going to get in the Hall of Fame quicker than Ed. Oh, is that right? That's what I think. I think 2020 Troy will be in the Hall of Fame. Just everything he's done. Take everything he's done for the NFL, period. Don't get me wrong. Air from the city. And from the city, I mean New Orleans. But Mm. everything Troy's done for the NFL. You know, from jumping over the lines on snap counts. Like, we got to call that. That should be the official stat. should be called the Palomalu. Right? Yeah, like 
Nobody does that. But, Troy, are you talking about an instinctive player? If Troy sees something on Sunday that he saw during the week that Coach pointed out, a tip or tendency, you best believe, man, he's going to trust that. And instinctively, he's going to try to do that same thing on Sunday. That's how Troy played. Like, man, it was all instincts. It was all instincts. Did he get – I mean, you know, there were a lot of people over the last couple of years who said, man, Palomalu is – I mean, he was certainly past his prime because he was getting shelved a lot by injuries. But did the league figure him out to some degree how to take advantage of his, you know, his tendencies where he was going to go on a play, or was it just father time came calling? Man, Troy played so good, man. Regardless of how you felt about him playing, his reputation. It was like he was a ghost on the field. Hmm. Like, you probably thought during that week, okay, Troy don't, Troy lost a step. We cool on Troy. But then when you got on the field, you still looking like, where's Troy? <laughs> you know, because all the amazing things he have done before, he still that had that kind of presence. Like, man, I still got to look for that 43 with that long hair. Regardless of what my coaching staff and everybody say about him, or oh, he lost a step, he, he can't play no more. Man, when I'm on that field, when I'm on that field, and I'm just trying to talk like a quarterback, when I'm on that field, I'm trying to see what 43. Figure out where to how to account for 43 Correct. out there. Um, like I say, let's try and uh, reconcile what Palomalu means. The number one question I got in okay. the 48 hours after 43 hung it up was, where does he rank among all the Steelers? It's fine. That people, human beings, if you if you look at BuzzFeed and all those websites, people love lists, but sports fans especially love lists, and they like to rank it, and that right. helps put the people into a category, these players into a category. People want to know, not just Steelers fans, where does Palomalu rank? And, you know, the Steelers organization, it pretty it's pretty heady stuff. It's not just all those Lombardi trophies, but individual greatness, you know, Mean Joe Green retires, certainly. I mean, he's one of the three best defensive tackles of all time. Correct. Mel Blunt and Rod Woodson are two of the top three corners of all Correct. time, I would say. Jack Lambert is one of the great middle linebackers ever. Um, Lynn Swans pro- and John Stallworth, both probably top ten kind of guys. And Mike Webster, top three center all time. It goes on and on. So let's try and figure this out here. I'm going to tell you, let's, let's see if we can match wits and figure out the best five Steelers of all time. Mean Joe, number one. Mean Joe Green, number one. Mm-hmm. Jack Lambert, number two. Oh, well, he's the face. I feel like he's the iconic face of the '70s Steelers. Uh, they say he was a mean son of a gun. I know, but he, you know, what's crazy about him is he played at 215 pounds. Imagine yeah. that, six four, two fifteen. A lot of them guys back in the day played at 215 pounds. James Ferrier played at 215 pounds, and he would smack mm. you in the face. So size really don't mean anything. So I'm going to go with Mean Joe Green, number one. I'm going to go with Jack Lambert, number two. I'm going to go with Troy, number three. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with Mel, number four, because he changed the game with the five yards. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to go again with the Rod Wilson, number five, because he was so instinctive and took chances just like Troy. Probably he on his way to the Hall of Fame. I mean, he made the Hall of Fame. So out of those five guys, we're waiting on one, and I think he's going to get that 2,000. I go Mean Joe one. I was there. I sat in Three Rivers, Ike. I'm older than you. I saw them win those the, those second two. I saw them in person. They came to the locker room. Oh, then you don't have to show off. All right, fine. You win this <laughs> round, Ike Taylor. Mean Joe one. Okay. Then, I, for me, like you say, Mel Blunt changed the game. It's weird. 47 because Franco Harris and Terry Bradshaw and Lynn Swan with the acrobatics and Jack Lambert with the front row of teeth missing and all that. 
Mel Blunt, history seems to forget him a little bit, but of course, like you say, he changed the game. They, right. He was so physical. He's a six foot three cornerback. Still look like he can play. Yeah, yeah, I've, I, I, I yes. have uh, seen him and yapped yes. with him a little bit. So I don't know how to call that one. Mel Blunt, Rod Woodson, because he's right there. Rod Woodson's right there with Dion, and uh, uh, yeah, he, and he could return the ball too. In, in his prime of great corners, he stood his ground. Mm-hmm. You know, he's in the Hall of Fame too. I go so I can, so if you say Blunt ahead of Woodson, I'll defer to you on that one. Then I go Troy because you know for eight or nine years, man, he was like I say. I don't know what higher praise I can pay somebody than he did things that no one else could right. do, or at least not, I mean, he tried things that nobody else would even right. try—the jumping over the line right. and all that kind of stuff. And then I'll go Lambert at number five. Troy taught to Jesus like. Every time Troy's about to make an okay play, Jesus helped him out, and he made a great play. Like, <laughs> got the ball right before he hit the ground in the snow. Okay, Troy, he's about to say, "Height, Troy, jump over the pile. Like, man, it's that kind of stuff we talk about when we talk about a Troy Polamalu. Did you give him the business about that? Because I can't imagine biting my tongue. Like, what are you doing crossing yourself in the middle of the game? Man, it's crazy. He can be the devil and the angel in one sentence when you talk about Troy Polamalu. Like, man, that's – he different, Shaq, man. Like, the dude just, he different. I mean, we had to tell Troy, like, Troy, man, you got a lot of money, man. I'm I'm tired of you wearing them two-strap shoes. Like, that's what old people wear. Like, you don't need to wear that. <laughs> man, get some nice little tennis shoes, man, and start wearing the tennis shoes, man. I'm tired of seeing them straps. But Troy, like, whatever. Who cares what y'all think? Like, I'm comfortable. This is what I like. But he finally got got out of his two-straps. But that's the kind of guy Troy was. Like, <laughs> Troy's just so down-to-earth and simple. It's crazy. He was – I mean, that voice was really this side of Mike Tyson that betrayed the yes. way he played a yes. professional sport as much as anybody. I met him a couple of times and got to hang out with him when I was working at the Kimmel Show. He came over and shot some stuff there. And the first first couple minutes, of course, uh, as a nerd, I jumped in on, hey, I was at the game against the Ravens when you picked it off and ran it in, greatest moment in Heinz Field history. And he just deadpan looked at me. I thought he was a you know, meek <laughs> sort of guy. He just looked at me and said, I, what game are you talking about? And I said, the AFC Championship game when you had the INT for six and sent your That's team him. to the Super Bowl. He said, I, I think you're thinking of somebody else. And he stuck oh, he with it for playing. two minutes, and it was getting embarrassing. <laughs> then he started laughing at it. Yeah, he was playing. But Troy is the male version of Mother Teresa. Is that right? Flattering. No lie. He's he's that humble, that hmm. simple of a man. Like, he really put a lot of things in perspective for me, as far as, like, being flashy, living outside your means. Like, between him and Mr. Rooney – those two guys, just for the status they have and the way they carry themselves, it humbles you. Hmm. All right, well, let's take a look at it here. Ike Taylor's and my list of the five greatest Steelers of all time. Behold, as we are joined by a special guest. All right, good fun, Ike. But listen, let's not just talk black and gold all day, you know? Okay. I mean, I know that it's, you know, still it's near and dear, but let's spread our wings a little bit. And we'll do so by talking right now, joining us in Studio 66, a pro bowler in 2014, superstar (laughs) supreme, Andrew Luck, teammate, 
<laughs> Mike Adams. What's hey, happening, why, Mike Adams? Hold on. <laughs> why you do the man that? I, did, I just said who he was. I, I was t- explaining I, I who he is. I thought I was going to have a great introduction. That was nice, I thought. You had me my all hype. <laughs> That's right. Well, I thought that I was, was about to raise my hand. I was trying to bounce to the beat. You can do that. You messed up my beat. Yeah. I didn't tell any lies there. Pro bowler. Typical shit. Oh, <laughs> see how you do me on the first. T- how are first you, Mike time. Adams? Nice great. to see you, man. It's good to be here. Yeah, well, look at this. Uh, one yeah. of the uh, one of your generation's Absolutely. greats back there Absolutely. hangs it up today, huh? Yeah, yeah. We 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 had plenty of rivalries in Cleveland Pittsburgh yes. days, you know. Yes. And just to see him go, that's why you know I got some questions for him too. Okay. I know he got some for me, but I got some for him too. All right, let's join forces as a group. Let's put that little bit of ugliness at the top behind us and play a game that Ike Taylor named himself. It's called Check It Out. Mike Adams, all you have to do is I'm going to show you some images on the screen there. You tell me what your gut says, what your heart says, Mm -hmm. you know? I'm ready. No jive is the request I make. All right, there he is. Oh, man. Young Mike Adams, what do do you tell him? Some crab legs. (laughs) (laughs) I took some crab legs and they called me. Don't don't be don't be scared. It'll be all right. <laughs> right there, I'm just a, I'm still wet behind the air. I'm I'm just Boy, getting my feet. Face. Yeah, that's San Francisco day. I'm trying to get my feet wet. How okay. do they get you guys? All the rookies, you guys all have that deer in the headlights expression. How do they get you all to make that face like that? I, I guess because he don't know if he's making the team. Absolutely, I wasn't like, drafted man, at man, all. That's I was, hard. <laughs> I'd be looking like that too. <laughs> Not being drafted at all. Then they telling me to uh, go to camp and take a picture. What is that like when when a first round guy, like the the first round picks, are obviously making the Absolutely. team? Right. Are you resent? Do you have to at training camp? Is it worse for you? Or are you pretty much in a pool with those first round picks? Or is it clear? Oh no, I'm not on that guy's level. Uh, no, you know what? When I got to San Francisco, we had a first round pick, Rashad Woods. I made him. He was a wide receiver. Rashad Woods. Yes. From Oklahoma, Oklahoma State? Oklahoma State. Yeah, yes. I remember him vaguely. He had like six touchdowns, seven touchdowns in one game, broke a record. I made my business to go up against him every day. And 12 years later. That's some good advice for other guys that are this age. I, I wanted it. I needed this. I mean, as a coach, that's what you're looking for. Yeah, exactly. You know All right, what I'm let's move on. Let's see what's next here. Brian Dawkins, you know, we're talking about Palomalu and Ed Reed and then I guess Ronnie Lott on some level. Where does this guy factor into the conversation? The the Wolverine is definitely in that conversation, definitely. All-time great. Oh, no question. No question. I'm talking about a beast. I'm talking about a guy who played with passion and and emotion. Intensity and, like, you felt it. Like, you feel his energy. I mean, when it got cold and you saw the – Smoke come out of his mouth when he was breathing, man. You thought something was about to go down. <laughs> that's B Dog right there. That's, you don't even call talk. him Brian Dawkins. Yeah. You call him B Dog. B Dog. All right. Or the Wolverine. Draft it for me real quick. Palomalu, Reed, Ronnie Lott, Ooh. this guy. Who's the, who are you taking first? It, it's hard because they all different players. Yeah. Um. Oh, golly. Huff. Size. I'm gonna go with yeah. Troy. Troy? Yeah, you gotta go that's with your Troy. Requirement. Um. No, that's not a requirement. That's how I truly feel. I. You know what? I like that. We're not See? The no-jive policy in full effect no here. We're not in college. <laughs> to get the credits. I don't know. It depends on what, what, what my, what's my what's team around yeah, yeah, what's yeah. my scheme and all the other stuff. I can agree with that. Um, all right. Let's see what's next here on Check It Out. Oh. Yeah. All due respect to you and everybody else, these are probably the two best guys in the AFC South, That's right? Hard you. to debate that. 
No. Ike, that's tough for you. Who yeah. you got? You want Ike to Who? go first? Go. Yeah. No, no. It's, I'm going with Luck. <laughs> oh. I, I got to go with Luck. But that man right there, 99, he's a problem. Let me tell you something. I never seen – hold on one second. I never ahead, seen please. somebody that play nose and then he go on the outside, then he go on the right side, left side, go anywhere and still get sacks. And he also plays receiver in the That's right. Yeah. He has a few touchdown catches. And I just saw on YouTube he jumped the box 61 inches. That's pretty impressive for a guy who gets paid $100-something million. Dollars. No question. Well, first of all, let me say this to you. I do think your Colts are going to win the division. That's the good news. But I think people are sleeping on this Texans team. I think they're going to be one of the three or four best in the AFC in 2015. The only thing in their way is Andrew Luck and you guys. But I think that this – I think Ryan Mallett's going to be good. I think that defense is going to be mighty. And Vince, when Arian Foster is healthy, that team wins games. Vince, Vince uh, Warfolk mm-hmm. had went down to the Houston Texans. He's going to help them a lot. You think so? He's not too old. No. 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 He's a two-gap player. Yeah. Let me – he's two up. <laughs> Let yeah. me let my linebackers, linebackers run, free. run free. Let him run go. free, and he's going to yes, – his sir. stats are going to go up. I think he's a wonderful guy. I don't know if you see how he goes to Children's Hospital in Houston and does a lot of nice work. Seems like a funny guy too. What's luck like? Oh, he's just even kill, quiet. But one thing about him, when he speaks, everybody listens because he's a true leader. You know hmm. what I mean? You see what he does on the field, and then if he come back to the sideline and he got something to say or in the locker room and he got something to say, we like – because he doesn't speak often, mm-hmm. you know, but when he does speak, it means a lot, and we listen. Luck caught my attention when we played him, and he got hit a few times, and he was telling our linebackers, good hit. Yeah, yeah that's the weirdest. That's, that's one of the like, weirdest little things I've that. heard. He does that. How does a quarterback tell a, a Lawrence Timmons or a James Harrison, oh, that was a good hit? Yeah. How you like, tell does Debo that? that? Does he come back and report that to you in the huddle? No, nah, it's like the guys coming back to the sideline be like, man, Luck just told me good hit. Yeah. I don't know how I should feel about that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that is weird. You know? He, he does that all the time. Yeah, you got <laughs> yeah, the Steelers really handled the Colts last year in Heinz Field. Game. Yeah, that was what that was. Yeah, we uh, did handle. We did handle. Yeah. Did. Um, do you buy Andrew Luck and the Colts as constituted Ike? I know Mike is is sitting right next to you. Right, right. Do you buy the Colts as the most talented roster in the AFC going into the season? I mean, I know we don't have the draft yet, so. In their division? Or no, I mean overall? in the AFC. Oh, man, Luck is a monster. But I'm not being biased. Man, that still is offense. And are the offense. And the numbers that been put up over a two-week span and the yards he put up over a two-week span. Mm-hmm. One of the weeks was us. <laughs> I know Luck is known for his stats as far as, like, passing stats. Oh man, that Pittsburgh still offense, man. I'm, I'm not mad. I'm retiring. I would just love to be there on the sideline, seeing those guys putting them kind of numbers up as a Steeler. Because when you talk about Steelers, you talk about defense. Now it looks like it's transforming into an offensive cove. Mm-hmm. Andrew Luck, we all know what he can do. Mm-hmm. He's been doing. The, he got the best stats out of anybody the first three years in NFL history as a quarterback. Yep. So that says a lot. I hear you on that. But what do you think of – so you went up against the Steelers. I say not since the Cowboys of the early 90s, Aikman, Emmett, Michael Irvin, has there been a trio on one side of the ball for one team as good – I you know, listen, I know it sounds biased and like hyperbole and everything else, but, you know, Roethlisberger, Lev Bell, and Antonio Brown, at least two of those guys 
are maybe the best at their position, and Roethlisberger is in the top four or five at his. Is that better, or was last year's Romo, uh, Dez, and DeMarco Murray better? Which, uh, and you saw them last year as well. Steelers. Really? Definitely. No question. Uh, Le'Veon Bell, He, when I watched him on, field, on film, I never seen a runner that's patient as him. Like yeah. so pa- like Emmett was patient. But he's like he it looks like he took a page out of Emmett book, but he's extra patient. He just sits there, wait, wait, and then he just hit it. He explodes through the hole like no other. And Antonio Brown, he just he gave us a problem ever since the Cleveland days. He, <laughs> his routes and his routes is so crisp. Like he got great routes. Like and you know, and and that that yeah, I don't know what you can say about that. Great well, Brown, it's great weird. Man. You know, Ike and I have talked about this at length, but Antonio Brown, in an era when most of the dominant guys are cut like Des Bryant, they're 6'3", they're monster-type physical specimens, Antonio Brown at 5'10", 5'11", that sneaking me. through. That scares me more than a 6'3 receiver. Hmm. Why is that? Because they're limited. Yeah, exactly. They're only going to run a couple of you routes. You know what they're going to do. You know exactly what they're going to do. A guy like A.B. who can get out of transition on any route, man. That's a as, problem. As soon as he line up my way, I got to be ready. Wow. So are you? So I know you th- say Antonio Brown. Would you, you, you're putting him ahead of Calvin Johnson? In your book, is it, I mean, better than Calvin, better yeah, than – Calvin Johnson, that's a different breed. You got to put Calvin Johnson over here. Hmm. I mean, he like 6'5". I mean, he, think about it. Dudes going Megatron. Up, Megatron. You got dudes in punk coverage – Sticking him on the goal line, mm. and he throw it up to him. I'm talking about a guy who's not the biggest guy in the world. He's not – well, he's pretty small, but not the biggest guy in the world, but can come out that break so fast. And thinking you – thinking he's turning back for the ball, he can turn it back up on you on a mm. double move. Like, you can't teach that. All but, right. What else do we got here? Let's move on. Check it out. Check it Check out. That's all we got, baby. Oh, we got – that's it. Yeah. All right. Mike's got to leave. He's got to do fancy TV and all that fun stuff. So, yeah. Black t- well, we were what? just starting to that's, get along. We were having a good it. time here. If you, didn't pause, if you didn't pause the first segment, we would have been straight. Yeah, yeah that's right. We would have had a lot of time. Yeah. Thank like, you, Ike, for pulling back the curtain. I, know. I feel everybody. like y'all wasting my time. Well, I, you know As what? As you should. Man. You have every right. Can my I name's try? on this, too. How do you think this makes me look, Black Tie? Yeah, that, that, that don't look good on the resume. No, it doesn't, you know? This is embarrassing for all of us, but... What's done is done, Mike Adams. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, I guess you have to go do All your right. fancy TV. Appreciate you, Mike. <laughs> hey, great talking to you guys. Likewise. I'll at you. Likewise. Have a healthy and uh, successful 2015. Mike Adams, say hello to Andrew Luck and the rest of the fellows for us. There he goes. And right now, Ike, you know, there he goes. Mike Adams. One thing I want to show you, Ike, I don't mean to dredge up bad memories, but one, especially on a day like today. But one thing I did want to take a quick look back at, because, you know, Russell Wilson, two-sport athlete, right. all that kind of stuff, that's out there, people talking about it. Right. Let's see when Ike Taylor right. tried to dip his toe into the waters of being a two-sport athlete right. and play me in a little bit of basketball, specifically right. the free throws. Dave. Dave. I'm sorry that these man. guys had to be here to see. I that. feel like we some guys just dropped out the roof. Well, now they I wanted to be here right, to see I the high watermark of my athletic career. Okay. Me shaming a professional athlete. 
okay. out on the, the blacktop out there. Would you mind introducing the two? All right, I'll get to them. I want to celebrate my, my uh, great deed. Uh, after we introduce, we you can celebrate. It? Okay, we could go shoot some more later. Yeah. Let's say hello to our resident Miami Dolphins fan here on the show, all the way right. from London, England. It's Ooh. Handsome Hank. That's the... James Bond. That's right. Shaking, not stirred. <laughs> Hello, handsome. How are you? I'm very well indeed. Thank you, Dave. Yeah, do you remember Ike Taylor? Of course I do. And Ike thought today was going to be about him. He's retired. But instead, right. you tried to make it about you. I that shame the devil. I'm just showing you what I did. That, that's that the part. The Ike Taylor right. story can't be told without that significant that episode. Right. I'm sure. Like that's everybody all. don't know his, his right. show. <laughs> <laughs> and seated over here, Ike, I'd right. like to introduce you to our old pal from NFL Network's uh, NFL Fantasy Live. You read his work on NFL.com. It's Marcus Grant. Okay. This is Ike Taylor. It's nice to meet you, Ike. Mr. He retired today. Doing? That's what I hear. I, yeah. I understand that. Now, I, you showed you know the, the basketball and stuff. Why aren't you digging up footage of like you running the 40 or something? That That is one I think the, the I general public would like about. to we, see. We don't have time for any You're right, because like it would that. take a long time to run the 40. This is fun. Yeah, it's, it's great to see you all here. I don't know where we got confused, but uh, the purpose of today's show is not to make fun of me. All right? Oh, we can make that the purpose. No, I, I'd, rather, I'd rather not. Okay. And instead, I'd like to introduce you guys all to something that I've just come up with. It, it amazes even me where these ideas come from in my brain. I don't know where I keep coming up with them. I've invented a new segment that's called it. I'm going to try and start an app or a website. Okay. It's going to be called Timber. Timber. Yeah. And it, it's basically what you'll do is it'll give you an image and you'll decide yes or no. You'll swipe to the left or you'll swipe to the right. Isn't that a cool idea? You mean like Tinder? I don't know what that is, but okay. the, but Timber is uh, <laughs> sounds like a cheap knockoff. Right. Don't try and steal my my good Sorry. ideas right out of it. We haven't even started this one yet. Let's do a little bit of this Timber. Let me show you how it works here, and we'll start off with this. See, I already have the name up there at the top. I like it. A lot of the buzz the last few days has been. I mean, this has been discussed for some time now. Right. You know, Jameis versus Mariota. I have said. Six months, eight months at least, Jameis Winston is going to be the first overall draft pick. But I want you guys to weigh in. Are you going to swipe it to the left and say, no, Marcus Mariota is not going to the Buccaneers? It'll be Jameis or someone, or, or um, that, you know, I, that's basically it. It is Jameis. There is no other option okay. in my book. But will Marcus Mariota wear that uniform? I'm going to start off with you, Marcus Grant. Uh, I'm swiping left on this one. I'm not buying it. I, I feel like when you do these sorts of things, the first thing you say, your first reaction is probably the true one. And now that we're getting close to the draft, people start sending up smoke signals. I think this Mariota thing is a smoke signal. I'm not buying him as a number one overall pick. I, I think it, I'm with you. I think it's Jameis. Handsome Hank, how say you? I think that a lot of NFL draft analysts got to they're like 20 days left until the right. draft. We've been saying the same thing for the last couple <laughs> months. We've still got to keep this going for another 20 days. Let's just change the story a little bit. So there's no the, way. There's no way that they're taking Mario. Well, but you went, You see, you went like I, this, and then you went like that. Please, play, I, use my app properly. I, I don't to know the how to, to use, the right. I'm going to hit the X button on it. All right. Well, you swipe it to the right, left. I'm swiping left. Ike Taylor, how say you? Any chance the Bucks bypass Jameis, the in-state hero, by the way, in favor of Oregon's Marcus Mariota? 26 and one in his college career, won a national championship, and by the way, 
He do love crab legs. <laughs> <laughs> he can have a whole lot of crab legs if he go to Temple. Yeah, and by the way, I, I, I know that you and I a year ago uh, talked about Blake Bortles and his similarity. In fact, I talked to Ben Roethlisberger, who said that he sees the similarity between himself and Blake Bortles, and not just because they both, from the day they got drafted. Like Will Ferrell. Yeah. yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> they both, I don't know why they look like they're both 37-year-old men right, right. At, when they were 21, but that's neither here nor there. I think Jameis Winston is even more like Roethlisberger. Right? I mean, do you see the... You're saying he looks like a 37-year-old man? Is that what I don't mean necessarily that part, but in the way they move out on the football field. They're they're athletic, but they're not burners. He's the dark-skinned version of Ben Roethlisberger. Yes. I mean, he was in the pro-style offense, you know? And if you want to talk about Florida State, man, every time we talk about Florida State, we talk about how good their defense is. It's hard for us to talk about how solid of a quarterback they had at that college. And now you got Jameis Winston, who's come through for the past four years, and he's kind of revamped and put Florida State back on the map. Well, I think because of the offense, I think it says a lot that you know a couple years ago, EJ Manuel was a first was a first round draft pick out of Florida State, and the talk was Florida State lost EJ Manuel and still upgraded at the Correct. quarterback position. That was the talk when Jameis took over Correct. there. Yeah, it is. That's funny. But then you also remind me that is one little curse that I'm sure Jameis doesn't care about. But has there ever been a really good Florida State QB in the NFL? The best one is Brad Johnson, probably. Mm-hmm. Uh, Christian Ponder before that. It hasn't been a good run. Chris Wanky won the Heisman, right. but he didn't do anything once he got to the league. I mean, not really. I mean, but if you just been Charlie watching. Charlie, Charlie Ward, although he never actually played in the he NFL. He did well in his other sport. But if you watch like John Gruden and, and Steve, Coach Steve Marucci, man, they say above the neck when they put this guy on the board. Yeah. yeah. Take away – what he can do far as athletic-wise. And when they watch him on the board and put him through first, second, and third progressions, he's like up there. Usually guys can get the one and two, but it's hard for a quarterback to get to their third progression, and that's what Jamin Winston can do at an early age. I have a pretty – you know my athletic ability to some degree <laughs> based on what you saw when I, when we played uh, Belt, basketball. Yeah. I think but I, I have – I well, look. This, I think I had the flu. <laughs> Don't, that's that's beneath you. Know. Where's the dignity, I Taylor? Know. Come on, man. I'm just letting you know. I want you to understand <laughs> something. I was, as you know, raised on the banks of the Three Rivers. Therefore, I was uh, born with a rifle attached to my shoulder. Right. Mine's from the left, but I hail from the same land as Namath, Marino, and Montana. So it's no wonder. Um, but I do think that I could throw. 15 or 20 touchdown passes a year if I had Mike Evans and Victor and uh, and Vincent Jackson and Austin Safarian Jenkins. I mean that that's a pretty good situation to walk into if you're Jameis, right? That's that's not a bad situation. Now those guys have a year under their belt. You know, mm-hmm. they're young studs and they got a year under their belt. So I think they might win the division even. But the I issues- wouldn't go that far. The issue is the offensive line. You could probably throw it to those guys, but they I mean, last year there was not much of an offensive line to speak of in Tampa. True enough. All right, let's swipe to the next image here in our new app called Timber. Tom Brady, the pitcher, I don't know if you got a load of him throwing out the first pitch at the Red Sox game. It was un, an unflattering result. It looks like Bill Belichick's almost laughing at him. Tom Brady. That's a sin in his ass. Should he? <laughs> glasses. Should he go into uh, to a new career in professional baseball? I'm going to swipe left on that. Don't give up the day job, Tom. Ike Taylor. Money. I, them four guys. I just <laughs> see money. <laughs> <laughs> Touche. 
I've always said Tom Brady, for all his greatness, isn't the greatest athlete from his own high school. That would have been a former baseball player, Barry Bonds. Is that right? They are from the same high school, Sarah High in San Mateo. Yeah. How about that? Um, all right, let's move on to the next one. I think we all agree Tom Brady is not going to make it in the big leagues. All right, Madonna a few days ago was doing what? The MTV Music Awards? Is that what it was? Coachella. She was also Coachella, Coachella over the weekend. That's right, Coachella. And she went up to Drake and kissed him. And then after the fact, Drake made a face like he did not see it coming, and he did not look like he enjoyed it very much. I'm going to start with you, Ike Taylor. Madonna, kissable or no? She's a living legend. All right, that's another question I asked. Yeah, she, she's a living legend, so she could do whatever with me. She could come up to you and kiss you, and you would be happy about yeah, it. Yeah, I would smack myself in the face. <laughs> <laughs> Marcus Grant, how say you? I uh, I think I'm with Ike on this one. I, I would. You, you could just say, you know what? I kissed Madonna. You don't have to tell people when it happened. You just say it happened. That's how old do. is she? Well, that's oh, a fair six. point. Yeah, you, that's right. Yeah, 20 years from now, Whatever. you don't have to say, yeah, it was when she was 62 yeah. years old. It's just like, yeah, I once made out with Madonna. And that's all you have no, to say. You never just have to tell just leave year. it at that. Who's going to ask you? Wait, was it during no. the, uh, like, a virgin days? or No when one will ask. Was? No, yeah. yeah. Handsome Hank. I'll, I'll take it where I can get it. I'm with you. <laughs> you heard him. Now I feel like a snob, but i I, I got to tell you, I'm not interested. Okay, that's cool. Well, you yeah. got to be. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's swipe then to the next image. Or is that it? Is that, our, is that it for the app? That is it for the app, Shaq. Do we like it, though? I, I think, like the app. I, I think it's, it has. It, it may take off. It has yeah. potential. That was a little. We it just has little, potential. We gave it a little test run there, and I like it quite a bit. Now <laughs> let's get to our last segment of the show, social study. This is when we, of course, solicit and receive the opinion of the Sheck Republic, the handsome devils. The black sheep, black. T- Can you believe black tie? Wait, he has, has his, he has a following. Man, he not really. But he must may- be like the Joker of the group or something, like some <laughs> dark, evil. Hey, black uh, tie, no, real quick. <laughs> you didn't tell us, did you? Uh, uh, Ike, do you watch Game of Thrones? No, I don't. You don't watch Game of Thrones. Mad Men. No. What do you watch? See, this is what you're gonna have time to X-Men, do now. Man, um, Bush. That's, that's what Bush, kind of guy. Bush people, Discovery Channel, History Channel. Like I'm in the nature. Naked and afraid. You like? No. No. Maybe you could go is that on show's that. still on? I don't know. Yeah, it is. They is got it? a new series I just saw. Really? Wow. Yeah. Maybe that could be your next thing. Naked uh, and Afraid. Ike River, Taylor. River Monsters. Like, I'm into all that. Kind he, did, of he did go skins in your hoops matchup. That's true. Yeah, he did. Did you like Game he of Thrones? Handsome, how would you feel about the, the I enjoyed. Return? Yeah, I enjoyed Game of Thrones. Yeah, we'll dig into more uh, that as the season progresses mm-hmm. there. But, uh, yeah, I'm a little disconnected. Uh, Don't it spoil dis- it now. I'm, no. I'll, dis- I'll spoil what I please. People have had enough time For to sure. watch right. it. It's Tuesday. But Khaleesi. You've had 48 hours. After 48 hours. Now you know. that the dragons are out of the bag and who knows, she can't control them anymore, all bets are off who's going to win this Yeah, thing. y'all lost me. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't want to do that. So let's get to some tweets here. And the first one comes to us from Emma8193. I like this question. What's the greatest name in sports? Did you watch the Masters this weekend, Ike Taylor? Yes, I did. Jordan Spieth won it. Is Jordan now the greatest name in sports? You got Michael Jordan. Right. You got Brian Jordan. Talk about two sport athletes. He played for the Falcons and for the Braves. Right. There was Leroy Jordan long ago of the Dallas Cowboys. Then again, there's Peyton. Peyton Manning. Walter Peyton. Sean Peyton. Gary Peyton. Ooh. Mm. I'm going to start with you, Marcus Grant. Greatest name in sports. You feel free to throw out another one if you have it. Yeah, I mean, I'm thinking, I mean, I, I know you're going, you know, 
just singular names that attach to different athletes. But I'm just thinking in terms of just having a great, fantastic name. The first one that came to mind, Carlester Crumpler. I just felt like for what he did and who he was, it was, <laughs> a, it was a great name. I know. I understand where you're going with this. I'm going completely off the board with this thing. Handsome Hank. Greatest th- name in sport. I mean, I with you uh, of the two that you gave me, I think the Peyton one. But I like, I mean, Andrew Luck and just anyone who's had luck in sports, that's got to help you, right, along the way is to a little luck. Yeah, that's interesting. So that's I, a- I asked Andrew Luck, too. This was weird. I asked him if um, if he considered himself to be lucky. Right. Does you know? Does he ever wish anybody good luck? And does he copyright that? He said that's a weird question. He's never considered before. He never considers fortune, whether he has good fortune or not. Which is like asking some uh, a woman named Roxanne if she's ever heard the song Roxanne and her yeah. saying no. Do, Whose name is Luck? Had, and they've never and considered. They've never heard that before. Yeah, that's odd. That's very bizarre. Uh, Ike Taylor, how say you? I'm Taylor, I'm, ain't it? I'm, yeah, we, they got a lot of a lot Taylors? of Taylors. Yes, Lawrence. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. All right. We can go Taylor's, <laughs> we can go Taylor's all day, but I'm going to go with, with Marcus. I'm going to kind of go off the boat. I can eat dinner. I can have me a Kobe <laughs> with some beans on the side. <laughs> Last name Bryant. There is no name like that, man. Kobe, when you want to go to your finest restaurants, man, and you ask for some good beef, what beef are you going to ask for? Mm-hmm. Kobe. <laughs> if you want, if you want a side of something that your mom wants you to have some good vegetables, you are gonna get your beans. Middle name Bean. Kobe <laughs> Bean Brian. I always like though. I see. To me, I like the ambition of some parents. I like the Champ and Boss Bailey's parents. They, I mean, they were little kids and they started calling them Champ and Boss. Mm-hmm. What if they'd grown up to be janitors? It would have been sad. Hey Champ, can you uh, get the plunger and clean out the? Uh, you gotta have the best plunger in the world. Well, yeah, I guess that that might be. You know? You're going to up your game. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same with Barkevius. I mean, like, what? There's only there's not many places someone called Barkevius is going to end up, apart from. Well, I've said it before, and I'll say it again too. But the greatest, uh, the most ambitious naming in the na- in the history of people is Merlin Olson. Can you imagine the Olsons, mom and dad Olson? Make a baby. It's a boy, and they say, "Let's name him after a fictional medieval wizard." That's ambitious, you know. <laughs> He ended up being a, a great football player and broadcaster and all that. But, I mean, you know, that's that's really setting the bar high, something to live up to. You know what I'm saying there, Ike Taylor? You threw me off on that one. Let's move on. But, no, next. real quick before we move on, you guys are burning the lead here. You got Beckham, one transcendent oh, talent. Oh, that's there's, there's, there's a couple, yeah. That's one. And Wait, then, David? Yep. And Odell? Yeah. All right, Huge I'm just going. To, oh, and Gordon also is a third baseman yeah. for the Chicago Whites. So I don't Odell even know where he plays anymore. <laughs> I'm not sure where he is anymore. Another one that's up there, Ronaldo. I mean, you got Ronaldo de Lima, played for Brazil. Cristiano Ronaldo, plays for Portugal. I feel like we have now veered into you talking the about soccer. The black tie soccer. Soccer. <laughs> At, we, we made a thing, Ike, a few weeks ago that black tie is forbidden to talk about soccer on Try the to show. hold me down, Ike. Otherwise, what happens? Can't hold me why, down. Why you don't like soccer? No. I'm a huge fan of soccer. All right, like your soccer. I don't want to sit and talk about it. That's all he talks about. Oh, he can't okay. talk. He does, he, he does it in favor of talking about pro football. Okay. You're on, you're on five minutes probation, Black Tie. No speaking from you for five minutes. Next question comes to us get from Ad- lawyer. What's that? Get his lawyer. He need to get himself a lawyer. <laughs> at Seahawkers Pod asks, I don't know about it. Is it possible for Russell Wilson or any other player in today's NFL to play two professional sports? I can't imagine anybody. 
I can't imagine a QB doing the Bo Jackson thing. Like, hey, unless we make the playoffs, and be- unless my Texas Rangers make the postseason, I'll see you around about October 10th. Okay, Prime. Seahawks, is that cool? Prime did it. Yeah, he did. But so if you're uh, – QBs wouldn't be able to do it. But yeah. could, can you think of a guy that would be allowed in today's NFL to show up? And I, I mean, you'd have to be, I guess, the best player on the team to get away with it. I mean, hopefully they're talking good contracts with, with Russell Wilson because, man, if he looks like he have any kind of sign playing baseball, man, he can make a hundred some for a long time. That's an interesting point. You know, so Dion did it. Bo Jackson did it, but that's now 15 to 25 years in the rearview mirror. Right. The money would be just insane. Right. Imagine if they were drawing, if Bo Jackson and Dion, or if somebody did it today, the amount of loot that they would uh, they would draw. Ridiculous. I mean, not only from their contracts, but from endorsements alone. I mean, look at what Bo did yeah. back in the day. I mean, he was kind of the first major Nike, Nike. athlete yes. for playing two sports. So I imagine the endorsement money would be yes. ridiculous. Yes. I'd like to see it. Yes, Handsome, would you uh, I'd, be yeah, I'd love to see it, but I don't think it's happening. Now, I'm trying to even think who. I, I mean, I mean I don't think about there is the, anyone now. There's so many guys that uh, transition from playing college basketball into playing tight end in the NFL. Right. right. But I can't imagine. A, who was the Notre Dame receiver? Who, who Jeff Samarja. Jeff yeah. Samarja is a right. pitcher. Yes. Uh-huh. Yes. Um, all right. Corey Milgate asks, if you had to wear a green or a gold jacket, obviously either the Masters jacket or the Pro Football Hall of Fame jacket, which would it be, Handsome Hank, I start with you? Fashion-wise, I go with a green one. That like, Kelly green. Yeah, I like that. It doesn't match almost anything. I got a shirt. I, I'll bring it in tomorrow. I, I would go really well with it. All but right. then, like for for what it means, I go with a with a gold one. But the gold one's not really gold. Everyone always calls it mustard. gold when you look. It's right. yeah, it's like yellow. Yeah. It's like dark yellow. mustard. No, it's Delhi just mustard. straight up yellow. Uh, well, I, either way, well, the thing I would do is. I would wear it once a week at least. I don't know why these guys put it in the closet and hide it like it's you something. Wear what? Either one. I'd wear it all the time. I'd wear it out. Oh, did, oh like this thing again. Ring. I forgot. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. I won the Masters. Oh, yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Did I, did I not mention that? If I were especially have a single fella, that would be it. Could you imagine Sheck in line at the grocery store? Imagine buying, like, me in a singles bre- bar. Bread and, and milk with the, <laughs> with the gold jacket on. Oh, hi. My name's Dave. I'm in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. <laughs> nice to meet you. Ike, how say you? Green or gold? I'm going to go with the green because the yellow look too Dick tracy <laughs> <laughs> So, again, you're addressing this from a, a sartorial standpoint, yes. not from a deed standpoint, an athletic deed standpoint. Marcus Grant, how say you? Yeah, I th- I'm making it a sweep. For, from a fashion standpoint, it's the green. From a an achievement standpoint, it's, it's the gold because it's more of a lifetime achievement as opposed to one singular event that you won. Ike, as far as that goes, I've asked I will ask Antonio Brown this question. Right. I ask it to you now. Would you rather have a Super Bowl ring or a gold jacket? Mm, that's a loaded question. <laughs> Super Bowl ring. Super Bowl ring. You know what A B said? What? Gold jacket. I mean, it's two different he on his way. If he can stay healthy, he on his way. That's right. Legitimately, he will wind up in the Hall of Fame if he can keep anything close yes. to the to the uh, numbers. Yeah, I mean, if he does that, say one more time, and then doesn't completely fall off a cliff statistically, yeah, yes. he probably will be. Although number seven may not be throwing him the ball eight years from now. So no question. Yeah. Um, last one for us here. Oh, this is a good one. Who'd look better, Ike Taylor with Troy Polamalu's hair, or vice versa? Hmm. Marcus Grant, I start with you on this. 
You know, I I would say I would say it's Ike I, with. Oh, well, see now here we have a visual representation. Yes, of it. except see here's the thing: you just don't really know what Troy's head is shaped like <laughs> under that hair, and that's that's it the hard like part Larry about. Foot. <laughs> that's the hard part about going bald. Why y'all got bald. my lips like that? <laughs> that's how you look. I like what somebody do you mean? Why, why? It's a picture of you. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't make that picture up. That was well, we put the hair on it, but yeah. That's you. I like somebody grandma. <laughs> yeah, that looks correct. like dog hair. <laughs> no, that's Troy's actual ha- handsome Hank. I'll say. You know, you. What? I didn't think Ike was going to be able to pull it off, but looking at that picture, he definitely can. You should grow it out. Does no. it make you uncomfortable to say that I think you're not half bad looking, Ike Taylor? Man, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Take compliments all day. What the heck? Which oh, and which do you vote for here? Bald Palomalu or? Uh, Palomalu hair, Ike. Man, honestly, <laughs> not both. <laughs> both of them pictures ugly. <laughs> I don't look good with that hair. He sure don't look good with a cut head. <laughs> we should have put the Kiesel beard on both what? of you. We can't go back. Yeah, we could go back. Why, Show it why to him real fast. have like the little spiral? Y'all forgot to cut his head at the end. Of <laughs> <laughs> Is that taco meat? <laughs> Shoddy work, but what else can you expect from uh, from the Dave Damashek football program? Marcus Grant, a pleasure to see you. Handsome Hank, thanks for joining in as well. And Ike Taylor, congratulations on a great career. We look forward to kibitzing with you some more you. later in the week. I think, in fact, Handsome, Marcus, and some other fellows are going to join us. We might do a little mock draft. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, first round, NFL cool. style. Oh, and I did this because, like I said, I'm a Steeler fan. Yeah. On behalf of Steelers fans around the world, hey, Ike T-T. Taylor, Appreciate one you. last twirl. Well, you'll get some when you get back to Heinz Field. Sure. But on a special day for you, I – I am the envy of Steelers fans everywhere. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks so much, football fans. Thank you. It's been a thin slice of You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. You ever get the feeling the city walls closing in, the concrete jungle suffocating your soul? You crave wide open spaces, the chance to connect with nature, maybe chase some elk, fish a private stream. Well, listen up. There's a whole world out there, and finding your own piece of it just got easier. Head over to land.com. They've got ranches, forests, mountains, you name it. Search by acreage, location, the kind of hunting or fishing you dream of. Land.com. It's where the adventure begins.